Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show is broadcast live to you every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Uh, your boy's back. When we last talked, I was hadn't yet had knee surgery. Now I have a new ACL, which used to be part of my hamstring. We're recovering. We're on the mend, but all good. Really thank you, uh, all the, the well wishes from so many uh, it's really interesting. Um, but, you know, like, look, you, you learn things when you get hurt. Right? Like I, I, I told people 
my entire adult, adult life, like, look, if you're not, if you haven't been playing and you're going to play, make sure you're around your playing weight before you play because, and I don't know if there's science to back this up. I would assume there is, but you know, when you're heavier, that's more pounding on your joints and your ligaments and your tendons. I was a little bit heavier than I wanted to be in terms of my, yeah, like 10 pounds more than my playing weight, tore my ACL about a month ago, had to get it redone, right? It's like lesson learned. What's amazing about this story is no one seems to be learning lessons or who they're listening to aren't teaching them the lessons, right? This is Lamar Jackson, who has twice had COVID. From yesterday, I asked if he would get the vaccine. I just got off the COVID list. You know, I, you know, I got to talk to my team doctors and, you know, try to see how they feel about it. You know, um, keep learning as much as I can about it and we'll go from there. So you might, you might go for it. We'll see. We'll see. Talking to the doctors. We'll see. I'm just going to follow the NFL protocols um, much as I can, the best as I can. Uh, I'm not worried about it. You know, last year I came off COVID. I felt like we did pretty good. Um, and this year I'm trying to do the same thing, if anything. So, you know, just like I said, I'm just going to follow the protocols. And, and I understand the general thinking from some people, especially a guy like Lamar Jackson, who, I mean, he's a, He's of the, of the top one percentile. He's the top 1% in terms of athlete. I mean, he's an absolute freak of nature. So to him, he's like, look, I had it last year. I had it this year. I'm good. I was, you know, I'm good. Why would I get this thing? Right? But again, the, what, what happens is you learn. If you talk to those doctors, they'll tell you like, look, you're less likely to get it again. If you do get it, you're basically completely unlikely to suffer any any sort of thing health-wise and the more people are vaccinated the less variants there are like all of these reasons are you just get the vaccine plus you get a couple days off work remember this is kirk cousins last week explaining how he intends to avoid contracting covid without getting the vaccine you know i do believe the protocols work and that's why i believe i i didn't have covid you know after after being in a meeting room like that because the mask and the social distancing works. You know, you test positive for the virus, whether vaccinated or unvaccinated, you can't play in a game. Can't play in a game with COVID regardless of your vaccination status. So the key will be not being a close contact. That will be the focus and um, we have to be very vigilant. Yeah, no, the key will be actually getting your vaccine so that there's a less likely chance you contract COVID if you actually are exposed to the virus right that's actually there's actual science to it but you have two guys who you know are hot yeah you can't be a quarterback in the nfl unless you're highly intelligent right but you're 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 just trying to explain your own logic of being and look i'm generally against the grain guy i am i mean from sports takes to how I live my life to how I pay my bills to the way yesterday on Cowherd I talked about how you know like when I when I'm going to go on a trip I don't book flights right away because I want to I'd rather pay the extra couple hundred dollars so that I maintain the flexibility of leaving when I can and I need to and returning when I can into where I need to whereas we're all searching these deals you know you get this deal but then you're locked in to a flight that you may not actually want and you may be staying longer than you actually want. So, so look, it, it's, it's 
smart people can say and do stupid things. But the fool me once, fool me twice, it's on me. That That's the Lamar Jackson thing. And the Kirk Cousins thing, it's like, what, what are you actually doing? Th- there isn't any science, any data to back up your stance. You would rather wear a mask everywhere, stay away from everyone, and still run the risk of being contracted, being tested more often. Remember, if you're not vaccinated, you're tested way, way more often. You're not actually tested if you're vaccinated. You'd rather do that than do the unselfish thing and get vaccinated, if not for you, for somebody else. Like, you're just, you're just done with it. And, and for the record, like, I'm, I've become like this radical centrist, right? I do think the idea of wearing masks indoors you know when i've already been vaccinated like okay i don't mind wearing a mask it's not that big that's not that big a thing for me if you're not vaccinated you should absolutely wear one but but the common sense or lack thereof tells me what i've always believed which is common sense is not that common the nfl cannot mandate that you get the vaccine but they can make it so ridiculously over the top that you're like, all right, the hell with it. Get the vaccine. Lamar's had it twice. And I, and I know all about Tuskegee. I know all about the lack of trust in the government. I get it. I do understand. But when every sign is telling you what to do, when college teams and pro teams are all getting vaccinated so they can have a season that goes out without a hiccup, why are two franchise quarterbacks not doing the same? You're not just embarrassing yourself. You're kind of embarrassing the entire profession. You're supposed to be leaders. You're supposed to be guys that people follow. You're supposed to be guys to do the right thing. And we all know what the right thing is. Whether you push back against it or not, you know what you're supposed to do. I just, I can't. You know, Lamar, I kind of, I, I do get because his feelings are, you know, override that of what science tells you. And his feelings are, look, I've had it twice, whatever, I'm fine. And, you know, normally you think you get the flu, you know, you don't get the flu again. You build up the antibodies. Some of that is accurate. Some of that is not because this is different. And the idea behind not getting vaccinated is just silly. It's just silly. And as much as I like to be a contrarian by nature, this is not one of those times. You know, Kirk Cousins only telling half the truth is like a politician. Well, you know, once you get COVID, it doesn't matter if you've been vaccinated or not been vaccinated. Okay, yeah, but you're not actually tested if you've been vaccinated. And oh yeah, by the way, you're much more less likely to get COVID if you have been vaccinated. So we don't know when we'll see Lamar. We don't know when we'll see Kirk Cousins. I, 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 I get the, the pushback against society. That's kind of our thing, right? We want, but there are some things which you're like, you know, I don't, I don't want to be vaccinated. You're already inoculated. When you're a little kid, you got shots. You couldn't go to school without being, without being vaccinated. You couldn't go to college without being vaccinated. Vaccines were different, okay? But the idea is still the same. Well, I don't want to carry around a vaccination ID. You carry a government ID, don't you? What, in fact, is the difference? You know, I mean, what's the difference? 
Well, you know, listen, it's very different than having a uh, a card that says who my insurance is through. It's very different than having a card that has my driver's license and identification. It's very different than having an actual passport. Like, no, it's not. And simply a digital barcode that says when you got your shot or shots, depending on how you did it. I just I can't explain the idiocy of athletes at times. Because I like to defend most athletes to tell you that the old days of the dumb jock are just that old days. But these guys aren't helping me out that much. They're just not. They're just not. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, I don't know if we have as many 
where were you um, as our parents did, right? Like as w- w- our parents, the where were you was, was, was Kennedy, right? For us, I think the where were you was uh, Challenger, right? When Challenger exploded, I think there's some other where were you's. In sports, there's, uh, you know, the greatest comeback I've ever seen was in the Super Bowl with the, with the Falcons and the Patriots. I can remember where I was for several different NBA games. I can remember where I was when uh, Kirk Gibson pinch hit and hit a home run in the 88 World Series. Do you remember where you were when fight broke out at the palace between the Pistons and the Pacers? It's forever called the malice at the palace. Do you remember, Dan Beyer, do you remember where you were when that happened? No, I don't. You don't? No, I don't. I, I mean, I it was what two thousand four was that it? Yeah, yeah. I was so I was still in I was in Madison, Wisconsin, living there. November nineteenth, two thousand four. Okay, and there's a Netflix documentary, uh, which uh, it's called Untold, and there's raw footage that was not made available to the public. It is an absolutely outstanding documentary that tries to t- t- tell you exactly what happened. There was forty five point nine seconds to go in a ninety seven. 82 game, right? You had some great players in it. Great players. Um, uh, Steven Jackson, Ron Artest, uh, Jermaine O'Neal. These, these are, they're all a huge part of the documentary. Reggie Miller, obviously Ben, Ben Wallace, who was a, a dominating defensive player, but the actions of the Pacers were the ones that were the most vilified and, rightfully so they're the ones who went into the stands and kicked the crap out of the fans now there's there's gotten a comedian named bill burr do you guys know bill burr and he used to do a bit that was fantastic which was like basically for years fans have been yelling at players for a long time like come up here why don't you come up here and they did and you know they clobbered rows of fans but it was an ugly incident those are your those they pay your salaries right and you go out, you take out fans, and those players were vilified. They were suspended for the rest of the season. There's the fallout. There's a lasting legacy. There, there's there's all that stuff. Um, Ryan, how how old were you when that happened? Two thousand four. How old were you? I I was twelve years old. Do you remember it? I remember the highlights that night. I didn't watch it live. But I remember the highlights. So I was watching the game. I lived. It was my first. Uh, in my second full year at ESPN. And I remember I was, I'm watching the game at night. I want to say it's a Friday night and I'm watching the game. And then all of a sudden I watch it and I had been, I had a show that was seven to 1 AM nightly on ESPN radio. And I was obviously off that night. We were on Monday through Thursday. There was a different crew that was Friday, Saturday and Sunday, but it was a six hour show. So you're, you're still getting plenty of bang for your buck, right? And I remember watching it and my lasting memory was just, I, I, it it was just the ugliest incident I have ever, ever seen. And it, you know, it's going to forever tarnish. I thought it would forever tarnish the legacy of Ron Artest, but Ron had a rebirth, right? With the Lakers. And by my estimation, his toughness and some, some timely shot making, that's why they won game seven against the Celtics. But man, was it a, 
it was scary. It's a scary incident. I, I use you're scared for players because they had things thrown on them and they felt like they're under attack. And you were scared for fans because like, look, those fans are like, you know, regular average Joes. You walk upon NBA players and there is nothing you can do, right? Except for run away. They're just too big, too strong, too athletic for you. So part of me understood the 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 player aspect of it. You know, you get yelled the nastiest thing in the world at you, like you're not a human being and you just want to go and smack somebody. On the other hand, you also know that, it, that a little bit of it is a little bit of it is, Hey, this is part of the, this is part of the deal. You go on the road and fans for years have been told, you know, or, or acted like idiots. Remember there was the guy who used to sit behind the Washington bullets, uh, opposing bench. And he would just read insults the entire time. Like yes. He made the NBA superstar video. Like we used to celebrate these kinds of fans. And you know, at at some point, everybody has a limit and those players had their limit and they're like, that's enough. It's enough. The problem is it just, it became an absolute melee and it wasn't like you could go and pluck one guy out of the stands that throws a beer cup at Ron Artest. You you don't know who did it and you just want to go and beat the crap out of all of them. And they generally did. Man, was that ugly. Gosh, was that ugly. So there's a new Netflix called Untold, and Jermaine O'Neal is going to join us uh, shortly. A side note, um, in the summer of, I think it was 99. I think it was 99. I got to work out. I was still, a, I was going to be a college senior, and they used to have a rule where you could work out with NBA teams in the summer. You just had to pay your own way. And so I got to work out with the Trailblazers, and Jermaine O'Neal, this, I think this is like two years into his NBA career, but he hadn't yet played. And so he played in that, um, in that mini camp. And I, I remember going back to Stillwater, like, dude, Jermaine O'Neal is the truth. Like that guy is so good. And he hadn't yet really played an NBA game. So he's young. I mean, obviously our test has had this wild road traveled in the NBA. Steven Jackson. I mean, people who know Jackson's story where you know, he was not eligible to go to Arizona, so he had to go kind of the hardship route. He fought his way, like figuratively fought his way into the NBA. And then in this case, you know, you fight your way out of a building. Like here's guys with different sorts of backgrounds and how they made it in the NBA. And now they're thrust into this ridiculous atmosphere. And that's how they react. I, I remember exactly where I was. I remember how it dominated the sports conversation. And I'll be honest with you. I thought it was forever going to be a legacy stain on the Pacers. It wasn't on Ron Artest and Steven Jackson. It wasn't. I don't think it was on Jermaine O'Neal either. If anything, it was more a legacy stain on the Palace, which has now obviously been imploded and they played a different place. That was like the what you remember about the Palace was that's where the Pistons played when they won back-to-back championships and where they walked off the court early when the Bulls ultimately vanquished them. And that's where the malice of the palace was like, that's, that's really the, the lone national memories of this building. Looking back now, and we're, it's not yet a clean anniversary, right? It's 17 years ago, but, but think of, think of what's changed. Think of what's changed. Has fan behavior changed? Well, I thought it had changed and now it's been changed for the worst coming out of, coming out of COVID has player behavior changed? I believe the answer is yes. I believe the answer is yes. 
But a lot of this is the security has, has changed. You know, I, I tell people all the time, like, look, if you have an issue and you're an NBA or an NFL player, just eject them. Just get rid of them. You just get rid of them. Maybe you get rid of the wrong guy. Got rid of him. Sorry. No problem anymore. He's out. He's on the outside looking in. That, that's the best way. Guy throws something. Guy says something. Point him out. Let's get him out. We all want to watch. Because there's just no, no, no place for it. No place for it. All right. We'll try and get Jermaine O'Neal upcoming. He's a six-time NBA All-Star. Oh, we, we got him? Okay. From the, from the creators of Wild Wild Country comes a five-part docuseries. It's got the real story, the real footage you haven't seen. Netflix Untold kicked off their series with their first film detailing the malice at the palace as it's finally being told. And of course, Jermaine O'Neill joins us on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. It's out on Netflix now. Jermaine, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Good. When you when you find when you saw the the final edit of the Netflix piece, what did you think? Um, it, it made me emotional. It made me emotional. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I look to try to do, um, you know, I've, I've tried to interview, well, I've, tried, I've interviewed uh, many directors and producers um, because I, I just, after a while, I felt like the story needed to be told because it was this created narrative that uh, was sticking to me um, like a tattoo. Um, and what people don't realize you know, some people may ask why now. You know, we went through an, a long, you know, tenure of, of, of you know, the criminal cases and also then the civil cases came. And this thing went on for almost 10 years after the brawl, right? And so, you know, we basically had a muzzle put on us where we couldn't speak about it, right? And then once we got to a point where we could speak about it, um, it was bitter to me. Right, because at that point I felt a certain way about a lot of different things because, you know, this narrative was created, you know, about me um, in particular and also, you know, other people that were involved um, that, you know, really frustrated me because I knew for a fact that people didn't have all the information and didn't really even know the story. Like, all they heard was thug, criminal, uh, tattoos, braids, you know, out-of-control athletes. And that was and that was something that bothered me because now, um, you know, I'm walking into boardrooms and business meetings and community, you know, functions, and people are asking me, still asking me about that night. Um, so I wanted to do a doc, and I got to say a big thank you um, to Netflix, uh, the Way Brothers, and the director Floyd Russ, uh, who all believed in the vision um, and was able to. You know, we wanted to do a, a, a doc that didn't alienate a league that I care so much about to this very moment, which gave me an opportunity to do the things that I'm doing uh, today and also play a career for 18 years. I didn't want to alienate um, the Indiana Pacers, which gave me an opportunity to put a, put my footprint, you know, you know, you know, and presence into into the league. Right. Uh, so, you know, they were able to, this was just more about having a conversation, having a real conversation and not, and not this, you know, crazy narrative that, you know, we were out of control players beating up fans. What's, what's amazing about it is there's so much lost in it, right? Like lost in it was you were having a great season. <laughs> I mean, your best season, right. you were having a, a great season. Like that gets kind of dismissed. Like you had grown as a pro into this dominant 20 and 10 dude and, 
and then and then you you came back and played with the Pacers for several more years. Um, but it it must have been it must have been strange, right? Because some of the people who you thought had your back, I'm sure when you I'm sure when this all went down, didn't have your back. Now years removed from it. Now, if if you were to say this, do you feel like this is what really happened, right? Because that's what came out of the Jordan thing is you'll get people go, well, that's what happened from Jordan's perspective with the Last Dance documentary. When you watch it, do you feel like that's what I feel like really happened? Well, it's not, it's not actually what I feel like. That's actually what happened, right? And that, and that's the thing, right? And so I absolutely felt like, you know, you talk about, you know, I remember coming back off suspension, which, by the way, people don't realize that I actually took the NBA to court and got reinstated by a federal judge. I won that case. Like a federal judge, so 28 angles that, that, that was in that arena that night, right, and said that I had the right to do what I did. Right. Right, this is important for people to understand. People don't understand that I had just got a guy off my neck, literally jumped on my back and put his arm around my neck. I ended up slamming him on the table, just happened to look left, see Anthony Johnson on the ground, and the Haddad guy standing, you know, basically standing over him, and I run over there just to clean him up because at that point I'm feeling I'm feeling endangered. Right. And I think it's important leadership. The word leadership is, is typically used, you know, in sports. But it's a level of leadership that had to happen that night when people are trying to cause bodily harm to us. Right. And so when I look at this doc, I get emotional, right? It's not it's not, you know, and you have to understand too, when when we when we filmed this we didn't film, I didn't see Steven Jackson once, I didn't see Ron Artest once, I didn't see Reggie Miller, Ben Wallace, Jim Gray, any of these people. Right? It wasn't a control, it wasn't control, it was, hey, when I called the guy, I said, look, I'm doing this doc, we need to set this, set this, you know, this, this conversation straight. Right? And, but most importantly, you know, Doug, that it was, it was a narrative that bothered me because it was, my league was under attack at the time. Sure. You know, no, but became, people forget. People forget. Post Jordan NBA, you know, you were with, you were first with Portland, and they would call you know they would call Portland the the Jailblazers, or whatever. And then this was this was the see see this is how NBA players act. And you're like, wait a second, you're throwing stuff, and there's no security, and you're not protecting the players. And and it's a little bit of a lesson for what we see now when we see things on social media, which is you're, if you're only seeing like one camera angle or one perspective, you're not seeing the whole thing. Whereas this documentary, you have footage that no one else has seen. You're like, Oh, well that's a completely different view of the entire incident than I thought I had when I'd only seen the highlights running like in perpetuity on ESPN. Yeah, it was controlled. Right. And, and, and the thing I have to say from a perspective from the NBA is that they were put in a tough position and I completely understood it. You know, the Indiana Pacers were put in a tough position because they had no template. Right? You have no template to deal with, you know, an entire, you know, media base, not only, you know, domestically, but internationally coming at you and saying, hey, this league is basically too black. Right? Because when you talk about cornrows, tattoos, and, and, and hip hop music, who are you talking about? Right. And here's the thing, too, that, 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 that poked at me was when you say we're criminals, do, we, do I have a criminal record? So if I don't have a criminal record and I've won, I've won the NBA Community Assist Award three times, how do you come to conclude that I'm a criminal? Because I have braids and tattoos? Because I like hip-hop music? 
right? This thing became much more than just a punch, right, or a fight, right? It became a cultural attack, and that was the real problem that I had. And I don't, I don't blame the NBA. I don't blame the Indiana Pacers, right? You know, you know I, I was, I was a little bit sensitive over the years that it was that the conversation wasn't revisited because because of the almost celebration of it, the anniversary, this anniversary that continuously happens every year. Right, it's an opportunity to to set you know set the table straight now that we're away from it. But it was it was never done, and so I just felt like it was time to to have the conversation. So now we can we can turn the, the page and close this chapter. Jermaine O'Neal joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Of course, he's a six time NBA All Star. Uh, he was All NBA three different three different times, uh, and of course he was he was part of what was forever called the Malice at the Palace. There's a new Netflix documentary, Untold. It dropped today. I watched it this morning. It is absolutely uh, breathtaking to see the footage and the views that you didn't know existed about something that this is very early on in my in my broadcasting career. I remember. I remember how guys would say they wanted you guys out of the NBA for good, for good. Of course, Ron came back, had end up winning an NBA championship. You came back and fought through it. And then, of course, uh, you know, Jax came back as as well. What was it like after this? Because what what was it like to come back and play in the NBA? Sue to get in the NBA. How are you treated? Well, you feel you feel apologetic um, amongst to my peers, right? Because now my peers are thrown into a conversation, right? It wasn't about just the players; it's about the league, right? You feel apologetic, you know, to the NBA. Right, a special place, special place. Like I'm alumni forever, right? And having an opportunity to to play in that league means and meant everything to me, right? So I felt a certain type of way, uh, and you don't really know what to say because you know that the NBA isn't quite ready to embrace you. You know the Indiana Pacers isn't really quite ready to embrace you because they don't know how to really deal with it. They knew the character of me as a person, but now you have the pressure of the media. Right, it's it's trying to it's trying to set a standard to a situation that they had no idea about. People don't even realize we were in there, we we were in that on that court for over ten minutes without any help, without a police in the building, and then when they actually got in the building, they're looking to pepper spray us. (laughs) How about the other eighteen thousand people? (laughs) <laughs> right, and, and it's, it's just it's crazy. It's crazy to to think. And again, um, you know, when I look at this, it's like okay, you know, it happened, right? And you, you never you never think going into a basketball game, um, which was a great game. We, you know, we had one big over over the defending champions. We knew, you know, obviously they were an incredible team, but we felt like it was our time. But I never thought at any point that I'd go from playing in the basketball game to fighting for my life because now. You know, you see, you saw a couple of chairs being thrown in the film, but people imagine being in a in, in a in a in a sporting event where now people are becoming violent. They're trying to separate the chairs to attack you with it. They are throwing water bottles at you. They're spitting on you. Right? It is it is it is a monster of a situation, and people came to conclusions on television. Right? I do believe as a journalist, you have a job to do. Right when you say something, you have to at least do some research on it. Not say let me let me get my my take in, and you don't have any of the information. And that's what was so hard for me because we were told right away 
that we could not comment. What's what should our takeaway be when when you have somebody who wasn't a part of it? And look, there's a lot of people. I I just you know I have guys in my crew that were. 10, 12 years old when it, when it happened. And they're like, yeah, I remember the, I remember the highlights. Okay. I was in my 20, I just finished playing and played, uh, you know, overseas and came back. And I mean, now that was some, that was some European stuff. Like that's like the kind of craziness. And then it just, it, 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 it felt like anything you'd ever seen bad on AAU magnified. And then you, it's like, this is the NBA and this is, I mean, it's been, you guys are, are giants and, I'm just watching bewildered by what I'm seeing. What should our takeaway be? Obviously, the first thing is like the security. I always look at it and go, the, the first thing you should do is get these people, get, get the guys that are unruly out of the building. Like don't confront them. Just, just get them out. I think too often times guys want to, even players want to win an argument or point out who's the bad guy. Just get them out of the building. But from your perspective, like what should our takeaways be? Fans, players, media. So, Here's the thing, right? It's a it's a great relationship that has to come um, between players and fans. We need each other, right? That's what makes these games so great. Um, that's what I love about playing professional sports and playing sports in general. Um, I think it's a balance, right, of how what what you know a fan should say to say or do to a a player, and also what a player should say or do to a fan, um, right? Where where's that medium when it comes to it? I, I do believe. That you know, you know, every t- the leagues are better equipped now than they were back then, right? That that was something that just wasn't, you know, just didn't happen. Yeah, I think from a, from a media standpoint is, um, you know, again, you, I think you do have a job to do, you know, um, preparation um, that you have to put in and take in as much information as you can uh, before you go and make a public statement. Uh, because you know each 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 journalist has a fan base or people that watch them and support them, so they tend to believe what what they say, right? And so if you're going to do that, right, make sure that you're saying the things that uh, that are correct. And even if you do not, even if you get it wrong, have the same energy, the same energy to come back when cases are coming to a close that are won, right? I won every civil case, right? I you know the criminal part went away, right? You know. The, the, the lawsuit, I mean, the, the, the case against the NBA to get reinstated, reinstated, I won. But it was never anything said about that. Right? So you create a narrative, you don't come back and you don't clean it up. So people think that this is what it is. So, you know, from my perspective, it's just now we get a, ha- we get a chance to have the conversation for once. And we're going to close this. I'm going to close the chapter for myself. Like, I'm, you know, it, it feels like it's like I've gotten this buildup out of me now. Now people know about it you know it's interesting that i you know i went i took a little bit of uh, i had a two-hour break between interviews today and i went to go get my phone fixed at apple, at apple and it literally doug i'm not even lying as soon as i walked in the guy that was helping me at the door said hey look you know i, I saw the doc this morning it's unbelievable i didn't even know right i thought it was this but it was but this is much deeper than that and that's what it's supposed that's the conversation yeah yeah, it's really, really good. It's really good, and I know you poured a lot of your soul into it, and you just wanted, you just wanted what really happened to be told, and I think that was accomplished. Jermaine, I know you're really busy. And you got a bunch of these. We appreciate you taking some time, and look forward to catching up more in the future. I right, thank you, Doug.
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And now... Every day at this time of the Doug Gottlieb Show, we play for you a, a previous portion of a show on Fox Sports Radio. For example, this is Colin Cowherd earlier today explaining why he believes Baker Mayfield is about to get a huge extension from the Browns. 
Baker Mayfield, size, he's short. Athleticism, not great. Arm, good enough. Maturity, got his issues. He deserves about half of what Josh Allen gets. But Baker is going to get paid. And there are two reasons why. One is the Cleveland roster is excellent. I think he has an excellent young coach, as far as I can tell. I think he has an excellent young general manager. He's going to win games. But the second reason he's going to get paid, it's not about having a great agent. Baker has great leverage, and it's called fear. Companies are often petrified of going backwards. And Cleveland, the bar is so low that Baker Mayfield, by just getting them to a playoff game, is viewed as a savior. I don't think, I, I do I think he's going to get a chance at extension? Yes. Do I think it'll be at the level of Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes? No. Again, th- this is, herein lies the issue is, Baker Mayfield might have the best overall roster surrounding him in the National Football League. Let me repeat that. Baker Mayfield might have the best overall surrounding roster in the National Football League. They had problems with their defensive backs. They seem to have fixed it. Their defensive front is filthy. They fixed the offensive line last year. His running backs, his wide receivers, super talented. And so, yeah, he's done a nice job. There has to be, a, there has to be room for the middle class in quarterbacks, and he's the perfect example of the middle class in quarterbacks. He's not Rodgers. He's not Mahomes. He's not, not Josh Allen even at, at his peak. He's not Lamar in taking over the league. <laughs> and I could go through who he's not. Doesn't mean he's not a damn good player. and Doesn't mean he's not valuable and you can't extend him and pay him really good money for a long time. But over 40? Hell no. Over 30? I think it's too much. High 20s, that's about right. I, the, the issue is that, yeah, nobody's willing to go backwards, but they're always, they're all just let them play the market. Keep in mind that quarterbacks, the number one overall pick, he's already been well compensated. Okay? Like, go and look. If you, you can Google, right? Just Google Baker Mayfield's contract. There's a company called Sportac.com. They have all the contract details. Okay, look, did he make huge money in comparison to Pat Mahomes? No, but with with all the cash that was given, he made 22 in his first year. And then, of course, the second year, you don't make much. That's because you got all the first and second year paid up front. But his fifth year, okay, because he's going into his fourth year, his fifth year, He'll make $18.85 million. Now, is that a huge money for a four year, $32 million contract where he's only going to make, um, only going to make about 10 million this year, 10 million for a fourth year quarterback doesn't seem like that huge money. And then you look at yearly cash, you're like, well, it's only $5 million. Well, part of it was it was paid up. He had, you get money paid up front. So for next year, it'd be 18.8. And then if they wanted to keep the franchise tag thing going, now he's making in the 30s guaranteed. There is no reason with 18.8 on the books for next year, the Browns have to negotiate, renegotiate, have to do anything. We're going to compensate you this year. You're making about 10 for this year. Next year, you're going to make about 19. And 
if we want to keep you and franchise tag it, you're going to make in the 30s for up to two years and then in the 40s in year three. I don't understand why no one will play the game and be flexible, especially considering if Baker Mayfield wants 40 a year, good luck to you. Go play the market. See if that's available. Because the truth is nobody's paying Baker Mayfield $40 million to be their quarterback. Would they pay him 30? Probably. 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 But if you're the Browns right now, considering he's had an up and down run, he was okay for part of last year. They did make the playoffs. He has done a lot of really good things. And I like Baker a lot more than Cowherd likes him. But this whole like, well, we, you got to do it because you got to. What are you afraid of? Plenty of quarterbacks on the market can get you there with the overall surrounding talent. If it's me, I, I definitely don't go a penny over 35. I understand the way the market's working. I understand that everybody feels like they're going to get, but that the reality of it is that's not the case. And the reality is you have them under contract for at least two more years, plus two more after that with the franchise tax. You don't got to give them anything. You're negotiating from a position of strength. Negotiating against yourself is a, a position of weakness. That's what the Fox says. What does the Fox say? Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.